You have eight seconds to capture the attention of visitors when they land on your website. And in those eight precious seconds, there's three questions your visitor wants answered. Want to know what they are? Tune into this episode of Shop Talk, where I'm going to share the secrets to turning your website into a lead generating machine. These strategies will help you bring more visitors to your website, immediately build trust and authority, and convert more visitors into subscribers so that you can grow your email marketing list. Now, I've got a lot to share, so let's go ahead and dive in. You're listening to Shop Talk with Misty Cordes, a podcast that delivers actionable content, business hacks, and behind-the-scenes marketing secrets for ambitious entrepreneurs who want to create a business that makes an impact and gives them the freedom, flexibility, and control they dream about. Hey there, I have so much to share with you today. But before I dive in, I want to let you know, if you currently have a website that you're embarrassed to share because you haven't touched it in years, or maybe you have a website that's pretty, but it doesn't work, meaning it doesn't capture leads or convert prospects into buyers, or maybe you don't have a website at all, you are in luck, my friend. My team and I at Your Marketing Coach have a unique service and program that is nothing like you've ever experienced before. It was created to help coaches, consultants, and professional service-based businesses get a beautifully designed professional website that they are proud to share. Now, I won't go into all the details here, but trust me, our approach to building websites is nothing like you've seen from most web developers. And that's because we don't consider ourselves web developers. We're marketing professionals who design websites that work. Go to yourmarketingcoachonline.com forward slash websites that work. And that's all one word to go see for yourself. Are you ready for all your new email subscribers? I hope so. One thing I know for sure is I am excited to share the exact strategies that have helped me and my clients build a profitable business of raving fans that not only want to hear from you, but also want to buy from you. Right now, as I speak these words, there are people who are visiting your website that need your help. If your website isn't set up correctly, they will probably read a few things, maybe click on a few links, and then leave your site to check out your competition. Ugh, it stinks to even think about that, doesn't it? But it's true. Imagine having your website so optimized to capture leads that no matter what page your visitor lands on, that you have a way that you can capture their information. And even more importantly, imagine having an asset in your business that you could generate revenue for you at any time. When you have an engaged email marketing list, it means that you no longer have to struggle to grow your business. You have a community of people who love what you do, trust and believe in you, and are ready to invest in your products and services that you offer. Sounds pretty amazing, right? Well, it's high time that we turn your website into a lead generating machine. Let's start with the homepage of your website. When a visitor lands on your site, there are three questions they want answered. They are, what do you do or offer? How will it make my life or business better? And how do I get started? If you were to head over to the homepage of your website right now, would you see those three questions answered? If not, that needs to be fixed. And you might be thinking, well, wait, Misty, what does this have to do with capturing leads? Well, as I said, you have eight seconds to capture the attention of your visitor when they land on your site. 
If you don't answer those three fundamental questions in those first eight seconds, they will assume that you can't help them and they will leave to find someone who can. Now, we can't capture their information if they don't stay on your site, right? So that's objective number one. Get them to want to know more so that they continue to explore your site. So how do you do that? I'm glad you asked. There are three components that needs to be on the homepage of your website above the fold. By the way, above the fold is a term that means it's the information that's displayed before your visitor has to scroll down the page to get more information. So it's the immediate message that they'll see when they land on your site. And the three things that you need to have in that section is a impact statement, statement of benefit, and a call to action button. An impact statement is one crystal clear message that explains exactly what you do or offer. Now, many people refer to this impact statement as a headline on your page. Well, I prefer to call it an impact statement because the focus of that message is to show your visitor how you impact their business or life, depending on what you do. A statement of benefit is a short paragraph that's listed immediately under the impact statement. This paragraph should be one to three sentences long and point out the top three ways that your customers benefit from working with you. And then you need to have a call to action button. This button should guide your visitor on what they need to do next. That could be that you guide them over to your products or services page. Maybe you want them to take a survey or you can have them schedule a discovery call. Or you could even simply have a buy now button. Where your visitor goes is up to you. Just be sure that you have a clear message that tells them exactly what the next step they should take in case they are ready to get started right away. The next objective is to have a way to capture your visitor's contact information if they try to leave your site. One of the best ways to grab their attention one last time before they leave is to have an exit intent pop-up that comes up. Now, I know a lot of entrepreneurs share with me that they don't like pop-ups, but the reality is they work. So on your exit intent pop-up, you could have a message that says something like, wait, before you go, take this free resource with you. Now, when you're designing your pop-up, you only have limited space. So you want to make sure that these key elements are in that area. So number one, you want to make sure that you include an image of your free resource that you're offering them. You want to have a impact statement, one crystal clear sentence that explains exactly what you're offering them. Underneath that, you want to have a statement of benefit, which is one to three sentences that explains the benefits your clients receive by taking advantage of that resource. And you want to have a call to action button, which of course will be to subscribe. Just so you know, an exit intent pop-up can be added to any page of your site. And the pages that I'm kind of referencing is um, the home page, the about page, services page, and even individual sales pages. You can and should optimize and customize your free resource to align with the page that they're visiting. So as an example, you could offer them something like a ebook, a guide, a training that you recorded. Maybe invite them to sign up for a free trial. 
Now, on our website, we have found that asking our visitors to do an online marketing audit on their business has worked really well for capturing leads. And the theme that we use on our website and for our clients when we build their sites allows us to create pop-ups natively within the builder. This basically means that it's a feature that the builder offers. But before I had that option, we used a tool called ConvertFlow to create pop-ups. ConvertFlow is a really cool feature where you can actually show hyper-targeted, personalized website pop-ups to every visitor on your site. So I'll go ahead and make sure that I link to them in the show notes. And if you want to grab that, you can go to yourmarketingcoachonline.com forward slash three. Another strategy that we have found to be really successful is to set up a chat bot or a live chat that engages your visitors and offers them a chance to get their questions answered. Now, a chatbot is a computer program designed to simulate conversation with your visitors, whereas a live chat allows your visitors to initiate a real conversation with you or someone on your team. Now, as always, there are a ton of tools out there that you can use. And uh, here's a few that we actually really like. One is ManyChat, which is a Facebook Messenger chatbot builder. That's a mouthful. (laughs) So ManyChat is a Facebook Messenger, right? So it uses Facebook Messenger. And with over 1.3 billion people using Facebook Messenger as of the time of this recording, it allows you to, to have a wider reach with more powerful targeting options on the Facebook platform specifically. And what's really awesome about ManyChat is that you can actually get started with them for free. Another tool that we've used is called Crisp Live Chat. And Crisp is a tool that can be used to engage website visitors. They can answer questions, sales conversations, or even provide customer support. What I want to point out is that Crisp is not a chat box like ManyChat. It is a live chat tool that allows you and your team to chat with prospects or customers that show up on your website in live real time conversation. And then the last tool that we have used is Intercom. Intercom is a flexible tool that can be used as a chatbot or as a live chat where someone on your team or you can engage in a conversation. Now, Intercom's whole approach is designed to be conversational and to help you build relationships with your visitors. And with Intercom, you can personalize your chatbot's interactions based on the relationship that you have with them. So I'll be sure to link to each one of these in the show notes so that you can check them out if you'd like to. And to access those show notes, you can go to yourmarketingcoachonline.com forward slash three. Now I'm going to switch gears a bit and take a few minutes to talk about how SEO works and why this is important to the success of your business and helping you capture leads. So SEO is an acronym for search engine optimization. So let's go ahead and just break this down a little bit. Right now, your perfect ideal customer is looking for you. They're opening up Google, Bing, or their Yahoo browser searching for answers to questions that they have about challenges that they're struggling with. And they're looking for answers or solutions. And when they conduct their search, they're getting a page of results. That page is called a SERP. 
a search engine results page. Now, I know you've seen them before, so I am sure you know what I'm talking about. The information that's displayed on this page depends on what is searched. As an example, if someone searches auto stores near me, they're going to get a list of stores near them. Uh, they'll see some business reviews, maybe even product reviews, a map of uh, locations near them, and links to the businesses. But if they search how to change my brake pads, they will likely get videos on YouTube, links to articles, and a section titled People Also Ask with a list of other questions and links to more articles. If you really look at the articles that are listed in a search result, you'll notice that they are mostly blogs. A blog can be a dedicated website or it could be a page that you add to your site that is regularly updated to provide information that can be viewed and shared on the web. Now, Google won't typically send people to the homepage of a website. Other search engines don't either. They will send them to a article that was written and posted on a blog that can answer the question that was asked. By the way, the search results that show up here don't cost the business anything. Search engines want to rank sites that produce content because they want to give their users answers. Search engines don't create content. So if businesses didn't write these articles, they would have nothing to serve up to their users in the search result pages. So I have a couple of questions I'd like you to think about. Number one, what questions are your perfect ideal customer asking? And have you published content that search engines could offer to their users? I find that businesses don't have or regularly utilize this tool. They have no idea how valuable it is to have a blog on their website or what they're missing out on. A blog is one of the most valuable tools you can leverage to bring visitors to your site, build instant trust and authority, capture leads, and convert prospects into customers. I mean, think about it. Every time you write a blog, you are giving search engines one more piece of content that they can share with their users. The more content you have, the more likely you are to show up in search results. It just makes sense, right? Now, this episode isn't about writing blogs or SEO. It's about turning your website into a lead generating machine. Well, to generate leads, you have to get people to your website. And your blog is an amazing way to do that. But it's not enough to just get visitors to your website. You have to make sure that once they are there, it's optimized to capture their information. And that's what we're going to talk about next. I have four specific strategies that you can leverage to capture your visitors' contact information once they land on one of your blogs. If you understand the value of having a blog, but you don't currently have one, I'd like to invite you to check out our Websites That Work program. Not only can we help you set up a beautiful website and blog, we provide you with the training on how to write a blog, how to post a blog, how to optimize a blog. We provide you with everything you need so that you can take advantage of the free exposure that search engines are giving to businesses who produce helpful content. Go to yourmarketingcoachonline.com forward slash Websites that work, and that's all one word, 
to check it out. Okay, let's mentally get into the headspace that you have a blog article and you've written it and you've posted it on your website. Someone did a search query and the search engine served up your blog in the search results page. They clicked the link and now they're on your website. On the page that they land on, they will see the article that you wrote, of course, but in the right-hand column, they see an image offering them a free resource that they can request that's in alignment with the article that they're reading. But they aren't ready to do that quite yet because they don't know who you are and they don't know if they can trust you, and that's totally understandable. After all, they didn't even have a chance to read your article quite yet. So they continue to read. They like what they're reading and they're thinking, man, the person who wrote this really seems to know what they're talking about. And they see some text that appears to be linked because it's a different color than the rest of the text on the page. They click it and a smaller window opens up offering them that same resource or maybe even a different resource like a case study of a client that you helped. And they're tempted to sign up for it, but they really enjoy the article so they keep reading. They realize the article is quite long and they're only halfway through reading the text um, and they see another image that's embedded in the article. And it says, want to take a copy of this article with you? Click here to download it and read it later. So they click the link, provide their contact information, and you send them an email delivering the article in a PDF form that they can read later. Another option, they might even continue to keep reading. They love it. And in the footer of the article, they see another offer. Now this one though, is offering them a free discovery call. I mean, they think, wow, I thought I'd tackle this problem on my own, but this person definitely knows more than I do. I'd like to talk to someone to see if they might be able to help me. So they click the button and they schedule a discovery call for the next day. I mean, wouldn't that be freaking awesome? Well, guess what? That exact scenario is happening on millions of websites every single day. You see, there are three types of people who land on your website. There's lookers, shoppers, and buyers. Lookers are people who are just browsing for information. Shoppers know that they need help and they're exploring and comparing their options. And they're likely to check out a few sites to see if anything catches their eyes. And buyers have done their research or their problem is painful enough that they're ready to actually implement a solution. Most businesses build their sites for buyers. And I mean, why not, right? Well, according to a study done by Episerver Insight, and I'll make sure that I link to this resource in the show notes, 92% of consumers visiting a website won't buy on the first visit. So let me put that into perspective for you. It means that 92 people out of 100 are not going to buy the first time they visit your site. If you don't have a way to capture their information, you may have lost them forever. Now I say may have lost them forever because you can set up retargeting ads to try to get them back, but that's a topic for another day. Our goal in this episode is to actually capture their information so that we can follow up with them in the future. So I just shared with you four different ways that you can capture their information. One is through a right side margin of your blog, a text link pop-up, through a content upgrade, that's where they could request the full copy of the article or the PDF, 
and a footer call to action. Now I have one more for you. Let's say the person tries to leave your article. You could also add a exit intent pop-up here like we talked about earlier. So that's five ways to capture leads in just one article. Chances are, if they like what they see, they may even browse some of the main pages of your website as well. And that's perfectly okay. Because if you've turned your website into a lead generating machine with the strategies I've shared with you today, you could also capture their contact information on other pages as well. Now, I know you might be listening to this thinking, yikes, Misty, that is a lot of work. And it is. But you don't have to do them all. Even if you added one call to action to your blog, you increase your chances of capturing your visitors' information substantially. What I would do, though, is periodically look at your analytics on your site to see what blogs are actually bringing traffic to your site and spend some more time really optimizing these blogs and adding more call to actions like we talked about. Okay, I have three last pro tips to share with you before we wrap up. Writing blogs for the purpose of search engine optimization is what I like to call the long game in helping you increase traffic and ultimately help you grow your list. It takes some time and dedication to producing content consistently to start seeing the fruit of your labor. But there are three things that you can do right now to get an immediate boost in visitors to your site. One, you can drop a post on your social media profiles and share a link to your articles. You never know who might see it and head over to your website. Two, if you want to supercharge your social media post, you can boost it. Spend a little money to target those that you want to see your post. I recommend that you spend just $10 to boost your post, see what kind of results you get, and then decide if it's worth putting a little bit more money behind it. And then the last strategy I'll leave you with is number three, share your articles with your existing email marketing list. And you might be thinking, well, why would I do that if they're already on my list? Well, there are a few reasons. Some businesses get so caught up in capturing new leads that they forget to nurture the ones that are already on their list. At the end of the day, you really don't want to grow a list. What you want is you want to grow your sales. And the way to do that is to stay in touch with your existing list. Sharing new articles with your existing list is a great way to continue nurturing your relationship with them. And it also helps your business stay top of mind. I mean, if you think about it, Coke and Pepsi are still running ads today, and basically everybody knows who they are, and they're doing it to stay top of mind with their customers. I mean, you can't even walk 10 minutes in any city in the United States without seeing their products. So we as entrepreneurs should probably do the work to stay in front of our prospects and customers regularly too. Also, when you invite your existing list to your website, they may even decide that the time is right now and that they're ready to invest in your products and services. So as you guide them over there, you make it a lot easier for them to take advantage of that. And there's a ton more benefits, but I think you get the idea. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Shop Talk as much as I enjoyed sharing this information with you. If you like what you heard today, could you do me a favor? Could you spread some love and share this with other entrepreneurs that you'd like to see succeed? I help you, you help them, and you help me as well. (laughs) I appreciate you and I want you to know your success matters. 
Tune in with me next week as I share the 12 things every coaching, consulting, and professional service-based business website needs. 